0: Welcome back to Are You For Real? Today we have Miss Helen Hall Leland, who we've had on the podcast before. Last time you were on the podcast, your life was completely (laughs) different, and Uh I'm just so excited to talk to you about everything. Yeah, all the things. That do you want me to really remind you? You had just broken up with your ex, uh huh, and April twenty,
1: May twenty
0: twenty one, maybe, and you had. You were like, just, you just told the world the whole story and I was here for it. (laughs) Open book. I I love it. That's why I love you. Uh That's why I love you because people can look at you on Instagram and be like, she's so beautiful. She's so perfect. There's no way she's cool. And I'm here to tell you like, she's freaking cool. Thank you. Very down home. I love it. You have such good energy. we will do it. (laughs) (laughs) It looks good. Thank you. This is,
1: yeah. So actually the, the, the revision rhinoplasty I had I've completely messed up because it's when I first started dating Alan mm-hmm. and like, so we were obviously kissing and traveling <laughs> and like, I took the cast off a week early. You did? Yeah. So yeah, I had to fix that.
0: Yeah. I've messed up th- things before. Yeah. You're taking them off a little early. I
1: bet. Cause you have to like
0: move my work. body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, and I am not allowed to exercise for three months. Why? Cause of my nose. Oh, when did you get it refixed? Three weeks ago. Oh damn. It looks yeah. so good. Thank
0: you. Did you go back to New York?
1: Yeah, he did a revision for me. I begged. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. I'm very excited, but yeah, I can't exercise for three months. Okay. And you're going to listen to it? Yeah, I'm going to listen to it this time. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't want to go. I started exercising too early. Yeah. And so I got a bunch of scar tissue like a ton and everything he's like 90% of what he did resorbed. Yep. So always listen to your. Yes. Dis- she's so
0: because I've, I have fallen victim to that myself.
1: I know. I'm like, Oh, my body will heal. It yeah. always heals. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, I can do what I want to do. <laughs> I always do what I want to do.
0: All right. Well, so since so, the so last time we talked to you, you've gotten married, had a baby, gotten married, had a baby, moved to Atlanta, moved back to okay, Charleston. Talk to me about the move to Atlanta back while the. Yeah. So obviously I was
1: dating Alan. Honestly, we started dating in June. What year was that? Like I guess it was 2021. Yeah, because yeah, we 20, started in no. June of 2021, like flirting,
0: but we didn't become official or exclusive until September. You told me that, in, that when we were literally off air, oh. or maybe even said it on air. You were like, yeah, "I'm going did. on a date." Yeah. Was that with him? I don't know. There was like two people, but anyway, there was three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's stuck.
1: There's three in rotation. You always have to have a rotation, ladies. Always. <laughs> if you're single,
0: you rotate. Okay. Until you decide, till she, till you get knocked up. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Duh. So September we became exclusive. And I'm actually glad that I took my cast off a week early because I was supposed to go to a wedding with Alan, but this is when I was, like, dating a couple, a few other people. And I had told Casey, I was like, "Ah, Alan is, like, the type of person I would want to marry, but I'm having so much fun with everyone, you know? Like, it's just fun. And I wasn't ready to be exclusive yet. But, um... He always had that like marriage vibe to him. So we kind of spoke that into existence. <laughs> or no, I, I told Casey, I was after our first date, I was like, oh, I, I like him, but like, he's like ready to settle down and have a baby. That's what I told Casey. And did she he was say like that, oh, or no. did you just feel the vibe? I felt the vibe. Yeah. I, we actually did talk. He was like, I'm like at a point in my life where I'm ready to have a family. So then on the first date, I was like, whoa, that's aggressive, buddy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's usually the here. other way around, too. <laughs> yeah,
1: we're here. <laughs> um, but then I. Went to this wedding that he had asked me to go to. That's why I took my cast off early. And that, that wedding is when I decided, okay, I want to be like exclusive with him. Because it's the first time I saw him around his friends. Because, you know, we've been a dating this, yeah. yeah. And like what his friends say about him. Yep. And him really opening up being himself. Because um, it takes him a while to open up to people. But So is he different than you? Shy? He's not shy. He's a medical sales device rep. So he's can sell. Okay. He's serious at first, like he puts on a serious front. And so I thought it was gonna be boring at first, mm-hmm. but he is an idiot. Like, you know, funny boys. Yeah. yeah, he's just, he's got mad dyslexia and it's so funny and he can like laugh at it. And he's really goofy, he's really obsessed with
0: clothes. I feel like I've watched like a story like where you guys were going on like a trip and he literally like laid out all of his clothes like the week before. Yeah,
1: He's super vain. He cares a <laughs> lot about his appearance. Um, so it's kind of funny. But, like you can pick at him about yeah. it. He's not serious. Yeah. But I definitely thought he was serious at first because that's how he comes across. Like, you know, the first time he's meeting a doctor, he has to be super serious. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, yeah, I got pregnant in January. Wow. Uh, so we had only been dating exclusively for
0: four months. Were you, when you, how'd you find out?
1: I was in... LA with um Stuart, a girl who works with me and Naomi, we were recording for Skinny Confidential. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I was like, guys, I swear to God, I'm pregnant. Like my boobs look weird. And it was the time like right after my breakup, so I had, you know, lost like the depression weight. Yeah. And so any change in my body I could really see. Yeah. And um they were like, just go take a pregnancy test while I was at dinner. So I walked to CVS and I took a pregnancy test in the restaurant. Oh in my LA. gosh. And I came back. I was like, and Stuart was in I the like bathroom. in my body. I was like
0: Holy shit. Oh I my God, pregnant. it's like that moment I'm friends with Rachel uh-huh. on the pregnancy test.
1: <laughs> it was crazy, and they were all like, "Well, you don't have to tell anyone. Like, if you don't want it." And I was yeah. like, "I want it. Like, yeah. I want, I want this with Alan." So they helped me craft. Like, I didn't. I was just gonna. You know, shoot him a text. Hey, hey, hey
0: what you, you? Hey, we what, gotta talk. What you have for dinner? <laughs> oh, <know>. I'm pregnant. <laughs> That's so bad. That's what
1: I did for the gender reveal. I was like, just texting him. It's a girl.
0: It's <laughs> like, hey, wait' well, you didn't
1: answer my call. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Anyway, I did fly home and I told him. And the first thing he said was, "What's your mom gonna say?" <laughs> and the first thing my mom says is, "Why are you gonna get married?" Yeah. I was like, "Yes, mom." But it's been awesome. I mean, it's the same thing. Like, you know, and you know. Yeah. It just, it is. Yeah. And everyone always says it, and no one believes it, but it's true.
0: So how has your, I mean, this is such a stupid question because if your life has completely changed, I'm sure. But like, what are the biggest things? Let's talk about, let's go yeah, to pregnancy. Let's talk honestly. about pregnancy. How do you seem to have a good pregnancy? I
1: had a great pregnancy. And also I know where you're going with that question. And I'll just say it's complete peace. Mm-hmm. Like when you find your person, it is complete peace. Yeah. And you don't have to stress. I mean, obviously you're going to have stressful moments, but like in terms of if this, sh- if this is who you want to spend your life with, like, you know, it's mm-hmm. peace, but pregnancy was great. And I think a lot of it has to do with mindset too. Like, how are your pregnant? Oh, I know some were not, they were just, were not great.
0: Just, it was stressful for me, yeah, but because of yeah. Your experience, yeah,
1: obviously, but I think, um, just, I went into it knowing or just saying, telling myself, I wouldn't even let it cross my mind that something was going to happen. So I just kept that positive attitude the whole time. I did the prenatal. I did anything, again, to avoid stress. So, like, if something was stressing me out, like, oh, I need to do this or this or this, like, I'll just do it. So I didn't keep stressing that I wasn't doing enough. Um, And then kept moving my body, so important. Um, I didn't really stress myself out over, like, reading Parental books, like mm-hmm. I bought them, and then I would open up two pages and put it down. That's what I do all the time. Yeah. with everything anyway. So because it's so intuitive. <laughs> yeah, you just have to like trust yourself as a mom and as a pregnant person. I think anyone that I've talked to who had a great pregnancy kind of says the same thing. It's like you just anything to avoid stress.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it always
1: works out. Like if you had a, it always works out.
0: Were she, were you overdue with her?
1: Yeah, like a week and a half. Okay, mm-hmm. and you went into that labor. sucked.
0: <laughs> yeah. I I I know I see I've had all my kids by 37 weeks. Oh yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it's I mean the the twins Della was in the NICU or the double two nursery for like five weeks just because she was I mean they were born at 34 weeks the twins. Oh, I was gonna say yeah, and she was she had all she's totally fine now. She's the biggest out of both of them. She's a boss, (laughs) but yeah, I mean so okay so you had the baby, you go home. Were you, like, what the fuck, or was it just, like... I would have, like, not been
1: okay if it wasn't for my mom. Because yeah. she completely set up the nursery. She was so supportive. So, we... So, anyway, when Al and I and I were pregnant, we got married in my front yard in Charleston, just, like, a small ceremony. And I moved to Atlanta because that's where he lived and his job was there. And so, we were... And we still are, like, relying on his income Mm -hmm. because I'm going through the capital raise. Like, I put my income towards hiring a CEO for Blender Bombs. And then I switched to influencing full-time to make money. I'm still working Blender Bombs full-time, but, Mm -hmm. like, to make money. I want to talk about that, I'm influencing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's crazy. I didn't even know it it was real. And um, then we moved to Atlanta, and he got... We didn't think we'd be able to move back to Charleston for four or five years because the sector of med devices he's in, neurovascular... It's very coveted, and you have to have been in MedDevice for, like, 10 years before you can ever move up to it. And people are, like, chomping at the bit to get that job, especially in Charleston. But the guy who had the territory in Charleston quit, and so they offered it to Alan. and we moved. Oh, my
0: gosh, amazing. I know. Were you so happy? Yeah. Well,
1: at first we said no, which is weird, because I was, like, having anxiety about leaving my family. And we we were planning on opening smoothie bars in Atlanta. But then a week later, something happened, and we were able to sell the Atlanta Territory. And I was like, that's a sign. Like, we got to go back to Charleston. Yeah. So. That's so awesome. happy.
0: I love. Ugh. Did you keep your house here? Yeah. Oh, nice.
1: So I moved back in. Still got to figure that situation out.
0: Was there just shit everywhere?
1: <laughs> no. My ex is still on the deed is the problem. Oh, well, won't mm-hmm. he not just. Nope. And I'm not really, I can't really talk details that's because fine. we're still in litigation, but it's not been the easiest process. <laughs>
0: What okay we don't yeah, we can talk. I know um so, so let's talk about the babe let's talk she's about so the baby. cute.
1: how old is she now she's almost six months and she is blonde hair right now oh blonde brown dirty dirty blonde and blue eyes and yeah. pale.
0: I mean, that's crazy because you're so, have such dark skin and dark hair and dark eyes.
1: Yeah. That baby, if it didn't come
0: out of me, I would not think it was mine. <laughs> she <laughs> looks just like her daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Which everyone, I guess, did all yours look like John? A lot. I mean, the boys do. Della favors, like, his side of the family, I feel like. I think, don't they always say like babies come out looking like their dads? So they claim I want Mom? my baby to look like me though. <laughs> Your next one will, I bet. I hope. Carter's baby looks just like Poxy. Yes. I mean, at first I was like, I see you. So I see you. I see you. I see you. And then I was like, I don't see you anymore.
1: <laughs> so Carter was like the only person I knew that was having a baby at that time. Yeah. You know, because I swear I'm like the first of my friends yeah. to have a baby and I'm 29, which is old. You it's know, not old. it's not old, but like, I'm not a young pregnant person. Right. Right. Like that's very normal. So None of your girlfriends have babies. None of them. Alan's 36. So all of his friends were super helpful during my pregnancy. Yeah. Cause they knew what they were doing. Yeah. But Carter was the only one we were te- like, what? We were just like, what are we doing yeah. here?
0: <laughs> have you met Carter's baby yet? No, and I need oh, to. He's delicious. Oh. He's like a lump of love.
1: I want them to love each other. Yes,
0: they will. They will. So are you
1: staying home full time with her? No, I'm so, so I'm working like the same amount of hours. I'm just not getting paid for it mm-hmm. right now, but that's okay. Um, but she starts Montessori school May 1st, the right down one the street. Carter is going yeah, to. Same yeah. Same one. Okay. So they're going to be, they are going to fall in love. Oh, oh yeah. My God. There you go. It yes. worked out. Yeah. May 1st. So we'll walk there and then at three o'clock, this is what's cool. At three o'clock, my day stops. Like mm-hmm. I'm done at three and that's super important because I want quality time with her. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously I could work. Until, you know, 7 p.m. if mm-hmm, I wanted to. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to cut it off at 3. I'm going to cut it off at 3. And we hired a an nanny to come help oh, us. Good. 15 hours a week. And she's going to do... The biggest point of contention in our relationship with Alan is, like, I don't like to cook and I don't like to clean. Mm-hmm. I like to work and I like to be present. I like to have fun mm-hmm. and I like to spend time with the baby. I'll clean and cook for the baby. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know why. I just... I hate it. It's like... I could spend two hours a day cooking, cleaning, or I could spend two hours a day working mm-hmm. or, like, taking my baby on a walk.
0: Did you like it before you had a baby?
1: No. I Even when I was single, I outsourced my laundry. Yeah. Like, and yeah. I got food to go always. Right. You know, sport local?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I mean, this is, you are who you are through and through.
1: Yes, and I'm not going to budge. And so that's the only point of contention because he does want, like, some wifey aspects. And I'm just like, I'm... Um, paying for a nanny. Mm-hmm. So she starts 15 hours a week and she's going to cook and she's going to clean and water the plants and she's not going to take care of the baby. I'm going to take care of the baby. So you're p- hiring a housekeeper. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but we're calling her a nanny. Right. Where'd so you find her? a
1: nanny, yeah, it's not a nanny, an executive assistant, household assistant. Where'd person. you find her? There's I'm, a I'm recruiting on, company I'm, in Charleston. So it was important to go through a recruiting company because it's very
0: hard to hire that type of person. Well, so I have a wonderful woman who's worked for me f- with, I actually, I should say with me. Yeah. For since the twins were one and she just got a full-time job doing something else she Yay! loves. And I'm su- I know. And she told me yesterday and she's such a lovely human and she's you work with this company. I'm super stoked for her, but I'm like, I just like, she helps with the cooking and the laundry and the cleaning. I- exactly what you're saying. And like my children, you love a her. Lot of kids. right? Exactly. <laughs> and their clothes are a lot bigger and stinkier and they eat a lot of food. Ew.
1: Um,
0: I know. Um, okay. Let's talk about how up. it felt transitioning. Like, because you are, you do, like you said, like your career is super important to you. Yeah. And how much time did you take off? And like, how did you do all that? Yeah.
1: I regret that. I only took like four weeks off and next baby I will take, uh, it's so hard. Cause like I say this, but I like working so much. I really want to give it a full, like three months, mm-hmm. but I don't think I could ever fully give up three months. I
0: took off 12 weeks with Waylon. And the day that he turned 12 weeks old, I walked him into a daycare uh-huh. and I left and I went and go rejo- rejoin, the gym <laughs> and I went and taught two classes and I was so happy. Yeah. And then with the twins I only took eight weeks off. And that was fine. I it was, it's, you know, I, I've said this before on here, like I didn't know what kind of a mother I was going to be until I had children. And like, I freaking love my kids so much, yeah. but like, I know that I have to balance it out with like, my job fuels me. Like your job mm-hmm. fuels you. Like I like to use that part of my brain. Mm-hmm. I like interacting with adults. I'm a better mother <laughs> to children that can tell me what they need. Babies. The twins were really tough. Clearly there was two of, I had a three-year-old and I don't two know how you babies. So once they can kind of tell me what they want, it, it, I like, we have good, better rapport now. mm. Babies were hard for me, but I, I mean they were adorable, and I love them. And I look back at pictures, and I'm like, "Damn, you're never it. gonna be that small." Like Waylon's armpits like stink. Oh yeah. Mm. I'm like, dude, you smell bad.
1: Yeah, kind of nice like, though. You know, it's like like a baby. at least you know you're out there running around. Yeah,
0: I mean it's good, but he it's earned like his sweat. He, yes, we might we might have to start he talking about his deodorant. Sink. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. When do they start using that? I yeah, I'm on don't the other know day. Anything.
0: I did. I was like, you got to put... I mean, I, I didn't put on my lady's secret. I was like, Like, when did they start shaving their
1: legs? When are, they, when are they allowed to get their ears pierced? My daughter got her ears pierced on her sixth birthday. Okay.
0: mean, I think you do what you want to do. Yeah. Always. Yeah.
1: We always have to do what we want to do.
0: Yeah. So let's go back to work.
1: Hmm. Okay. So work was crazy. So we got to a point. We... The business was, like, steady. So for a year, we didn't necessarily grow our revenue. It was pretty stagnant. And that whole... It was the year 2021 when I was going through the breakup. Mm-hmm. So... That whole year, I was focused on finding someone to come in for operations because mm-hmm. Scott was operations with Casey. But um we went through two people that didn't work out, and then we finally found someone who it was our advisor for like a year. But he had been in the industry for twenty five years. He was managing a ninety person sales team. He, the company he was with, he grew them from zero to thirty million Damn. in less than forty two months. Damn, I know. And I, he was so he was advising us for free because he lived in Charleston, mm-hmm. and like he was really good friends with our CFO. So really he was working with our CFO and advising our CFO. And um, after he like took a look at our numbers, he was like, wait, I want this operations job. He's like, I know exactly what to do. For him, it was like a puzzle, a math puzzle he knew how to put together. So we hired him as operations and to afford him, I had to give up completely 100% of my salary and then some. So, and then we had to get like a line of credit from the bank. So we hired him and... After about two months, it was very clear he needed to be the CEO, which from day one of this company, I have always you put have it out there. You have full ownership in it? Yeah. Well, yeah. no, 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 not now, because we've been doing the capital raise, which okay. I'll okay. tell you about, which okay. is really cool. But I did have full ownership of the company, and um, he became CEO, and just over the last six months of him being CEO, it's been game changer, like night and day. I mean, completely change the bone structure of the business, um, in a way that I didn't know how to do. Like I know how to grow top line revenue. I know how to grow and market, but I don't don't operate operationally. (laughs) And just like you and Carter mesh. I don't do that. Um, so he's still in there and we started doing a capital raise because it was with CPG, We have lost like $600,000 from our Whole Foods
0: partnership. Okay, tell us about that.
1: (laughs) So we launched in Whole Foods in 2020. And you have to be in Whole Foods and you have to prove success in Whole Foods to be acquired one day. It's like the number one retailer that matters. Mm -hmm. So the fact that we were able to launch nationally with Whole Foods, that we got that offer, we couldn't say no to. So we went through like all of our savings. We had like two years worth of savings and we went through all of it. Over our first two years, because of Whole Foods, because you were trying to make product. It's not. It's the way it sells. So every time someone uses like a ten percent off, um, or you buy something that's on sale at Whole Foods, mm-hmm. like we pay for that difference. Okay. Right. And so our margins are already really low in Whole Foods compared to online. And so for I think we were losing like a dollar and sixty cents for every product that we sold. Damn, yeah. that's a lot. I know. Crazy. And so Bo came in and right-sized that. And so now we make money on everything that we sell. Do you,
0: so are you out of Whole Foods?
1: No, no. We're still in Whole Foods. Oh, okay. And we're, just, we're doing a ton of promotion. So that's why we did the capital raise. Got it. Was to promote, to promote, to promote. Because once you hit a certain threshold of sales, you start becoming profitable. Okay. So we hit that in March. Oh, so now nice. we're profitable in Whole Foods. Good. Yeah. Congrats. And we increased our price. I think we increased it like 33% in Whole Foods because um, we hadn't increased our prices since 2017
0: yeah wow yeah time to do that yeah it's time yeah that's That's why I'm not in charge of operations yeah I know (laughs) I know I'm always like should we just increase it by a a dollar and they're like a dollar no like you need to be like relevant with like what people are doing in New York City you know yeah you should because yours is that
1: and 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 the fact
0: that all your classes are full
1: like the demand is there yeah exactly but we underprice ourselves.
0: Uh, always, we undervalue ourselves. Yeah, we're like, we're oh, I always want to help everybody. I know. I want to help everyone. I want everyone to like me. I don't want anyone to say, "Who the fuck does she think she is?" Yeah, want no, Everyone like, to love yoga and workout and be right. happy. I know. I know. <laughs> all right. So now you're in Whole Foods. So have you? Are, are you? Have you raised a bunch of money? We have
1: raised 1.4 million dollars just for my Instagram account. Oh my Crazy. gosh! Crazy. And that's all in the business. All in the business. And so it closes April fourteenth, so we'll probably
0: raise more than that. And what that means just for our listeners is like you're raising to put money in business and then you're paying people back with a percentage added to it. And now a word from our sponsor. One of our favorite ways to continue to nourish our brain, body, and soul after a work sesh is with some mindful eats and tasty treats from Huriyali. They use an abundance of local and organic ingredients to carefully craft delicious healing foods and juices. Born from a dream to nourish the low country with healthy food with a focus on sustainability and environmental stewardship, this local business started over eight years ago at the Charleston Farmer's Market. Huriyali has grown to two locations, one in downtown Charleston and another in the Riverland Terrace neighborhood of James Island. Some of our favorites from Huriyali are their acai bowls made using organic grade acai with no added sugar or fillers. They're hot grain bowl salads like the Buddha bowl. And of course they're fresh green juices using greens from local farms. It is honestly so refreshing, so good. Do something good for yourself at the works and then go treat yourself. And if you mention the works at checkout, you get 10% off your order. Come check them out.
1: Yeah. So they're, they're buying stock in the company. Got they're it. investing in the company. So it's at an $18.75 million valuation right now. So we have some people put in $250. We have some people put in $30,000. We have some people put in $100,000. And then they, like the price per share right now is $10.65. So whatever they put in, divide by 1065. Okay. But what's really cool, and your company will qualify for this too if you ever wanted to do a capital raise, is because we have less than, I think it's $50 million in assets, we qualify for something called the QSBS. Um, So, like, tax rule. So, if as long as someone holds their investment for five years and, say, we sell the company in seven years or whatever, so they've held it for a minimum of five years, they're not going to have to pay taxes on their gains or whatever their profit is, which is normally, you know, 30%, 40% or 25%, something like that. So, that's huge. That's, like, a perk of being a small business raising money. Um, But, yeah, they're getting equity in the company. So, it's not like um, Indiegogo where you buy a product or donate right. It's like a true like yep. they're
0: investors awesome yeah and you did that through the guy that you hired
1: yeah well we were doing it before we hired him but he has been like running the business my focus i just do capital raise and influencing and like blender moms marketing mm-hmm. like i help with the blender moms marketing
0: talk about the influencing because you've helped yeah. me you've been an influencer since i've known you but
1: yeah <laughs> guess i didn't really take it seriously i think it's so like
0: it's like a full-time job
1: yeah it's a full-time job it's crazy
0: Do you get so much free shit?
1: I get so much free stuff, but I say no to a lot of free stuff just because I don't want to, like, disappoint anyone by not posting about it. But I I think I have, like, $89,000, which isn't necessarily a lot in the grand scheme of things. But something that I learned early on from having a CPG business is I will, you know— we tested paying influencers for a little bit. So one time we paid someone with a million followers and we got two sales. Mm. And then some, one time we paid someone with 15,000 followers and we got, like, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of sales. One time we paid someone with 90,000 followers and we got, like, literally $70,000 worth of sales. Damn. I know. It it's depends on the influencer and their community. Yep. And how open they are. So I think one of the reasons why your business is so successful is because you're in the room and you're, like, sharing your life. That's what I'm doing on my Instagram. Yep, and people feel connected to you and they understand you. And the more clarity they have around you as a person, the more likely they're going to be to purchase from you. Yep. Um. So true. Yeah. God, that's so, so true. So that's why it's like you got to share the good, the bad, the ugly, the ups, the downs, what you do in the room. Yep. And that's what successful influencers do on Instagram. But some influencers are really cringy. Oh my God. Yeah, they're worse. They still get free stuff.
0: I am no. And but they get paid, right?
1: Yes, they do, but brands will not come back to you. The brands are becoming smarter and they're now only working with influencers that can show a return. Mm-hmm. So, it's interesting when Blender Bombs works works with an influencer, we take whatever they bring in through their code and we like whatever 30 to 40% of it is, we just we add 30 to 40% of what they already brought in and just assume that's like recurring revenue down the road. Or revenue they're bringing in from someone seeing it at Whole Foods or Walmart, et cetera. So if the goal is for an influencer to bring in $5,000 worth of sales and they only bring in like $3,000, we're good. You're done. Yeah, we're good because we know okay. that, that customer that they introduced is going to have a repeat purchase down the road. Yep. Um, same thing with me as an influencer. I started taking it seriously when I needed to make money and when Bo came on as CEO. So I hired a brand manager and she helps me completely with what I'm supposed to post on social media, when to post. She's honestly just like. How'd you find her? I put a, like ad out on Instagram <clears> and <throat> had them do like some mock up stuff for me, and whichever one I vibed with is who I chose. Yep. She's great. She loves works. Um, she lives in Atlanta, that's a problem, which is fine. Now, because I was in Atlanta for six months, and yep. now that we've got everything Rhythm. under control, like I'm good being remote. But she really helped me just understand my value, I think, more than anything else. Because yeah. before, it's like, why am I going to talk to a camera? No one wants to listen. And now it's That's like. That's how I feel. Yeah. And like, not that
0: I'm ever going to have the amount of followers that you do or anything you like totally that. You totally could. But I feel like I get so stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I sound like such an idiot. People are going to talk bad. Like, I like that narrative starts up. And then I like hear you and I'm like, why? I don't usually care about that kind of stuff. I like, know. why? You know what I mean? I like, can't care. I know.
1: And like you don't get any hate, like people don't send you me in DMs, right?
0: Not for the most part. People aren't super stoked when I talk about women's rights and shit like that, but they can go fuck themselves. So. Yeah, you're always gonna get that. Yeah. Um, okay, so you started doing this. So, and uh, like, do people come to you and they're like, "All right, we're gonna pay you this for this amount of time for you to do this," and then they see how that works?
1: So it started off with us reaching out to brands because I had never established myself as an influencer. I was more like a business owner. Yep. Um, not like I'm influencing as a job. And so I didn't want it to be weird. Like all of a sudden I start pushing these products, but so I was like, Hey guys, (laughs) I don't have a salary anymore. I'm going to start influencing for money. Yeah. So like, let me know which brands you love. We started reaching out to brands. Um, we got some bites and we started seeing like the brands kept asking for, to extend the contract and to extend oh, the contract. Nice. So that means I was doing a good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I always over-delivered with the brands too because, again, on the business side, I think a lot of influencers overprice themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is, and this is also if anyone is out there as a company and they're working with brands, when an influencer has to do approvals, it is a bitch and a half. So like, I have to film the content, write the text, send it to the brands to get them to approve it, and then they send back little minor tweaks and have to do it. That's what's annoying. Do you have so, someone filming you or are you just doing it yourself? mix and match like reels, someone films me but stories I film myself Mm -hmm. so then I just started doing a lot of organic posts during the month that I was signed with a brand and obviously you only work with brands that you actually like and use um and that I think is why they kept coming back for more because Mm -hmm. of the organic additional posts I was doing yep um but been going crazy like I make more as an influencer than I did with my salary blender bombs
0: okay you got to teach me your ways yeah it's wild and I don't even have like a lot of followers yes you do that's a lot
1: I mean, it's not a million influencer
0: world, but I think what you said, like someone like people have reached out to me about certain things. They're like the micro influencer, which I'm definitely a micro influencer, (laughs) but it's like you, it's so true. It's like you connect with a community and they trust you Mm -hmm. and they're not like, this is some random person I'll never see in reality. Who are they when they shut this camera off? You know what I mean? Like they don't trust those people.
1: Yeah. Um, they don't. And you, if you ever did decide to do it, there's a group called Girls on Fiber out of Charlotte, mm-hmm. and they are amazing, but they have like 14,000 small community, and they crush it. Mm-hmm. They could, I feel like I, I follow them. Yeah, they're great. They come here all the time, and they, I know they go to the works.
0: Okay, cool. I need to meet these people. Have them on your podcast. Girls on Fiber? huh Okay. They're awesome. Wait okay. at them. Okay, cool. But you should do it. Okay, maybe I will. You will, because
1: Charleston's so small anyway, and like you have a voice.
0: Okay, you guys listen. Helen told me I have to do it. You have to do it. <laughs> right are you gonna help me
1: yeah absolutely (laughs) it's so it's not easy but um talking about what you love is easy because you do it in the room yeah
0: okay let let me think let me let me play with that you can just
1: go on stories like okay so this is what we talked about in class today yeah
0: but then somebody has to put a product in my hand right well to connect
1: to like start influencing you start with that would you already do a little bit of that
0: there you go invited me to do a fancy dinner
1: there you go who makes that dress See, um, you have to pimp the, you have to pimp the brand out. I know.
0: Marie Oliver. Oh, uh, love, love, love. Yes. It's beautiful. Come to the dinner. Okay. When I'm is serious. it? I'll put, I'll, say, oh, yeah. I'll connect you guys on an email. Okay. That's what... I have to say, I do get invited to a lot of things, but I do say no to a lot of things just because like you said, you have a 3 p.m. cutoff. Like I, there's two days a week. I don't see my kids when they wake up. Mm. I mean, I got I like that, but that's so I can be with them in the afternoon.
1: Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's so,
0: quiet. and I appreciate it. Like, you know, that the invitations and you know what everyone's doing to like hustle and do I necessarily want to go sit around a table and drink with a bunch of people I don't know and I wish they would be CC
1: or CC who else is going to be who else is invited that's what I need to know yeah because I'll go if I can go with someone I know I'm always like um I'm sorry can Carter come with me (laughs) yeah or like can you at least show me the invite list I know Listen. Yeah. Listen. If Listen. Helen was there,
0: I'd be there. Or, like, yeah, I just <laughs> I'm want I'm an influencer now. Helen's so
1: small. I know we know yeah. people who are going. Yeah. I just need to know so I can coordinate the arrival time. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. I'm not trying to walk in and see everyone that
0: and be like, oh, I didn't know you were going to be here, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Anyway. So are you. I want you to become an influencer. Okay. Well, we're gonna, you're going to have to help me. I'm so excited for you. Guys. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to start paying you. No. No. Um, are you, I know you don't love coming to the works, but are I you going to- I love gonna... coming to the works. You do? Yes.
1: I love it. I go when I'm allowed to work out. Oh. I, I just don't, thought... don't like sweating. Okay.
0: How do you like coming to the works then? <laughs> the one you day You like a week, coming in and like saying I hi. I have a
1: hair wash day. Oh, I know. So I come then.
0: The day before. Yeah. One day a week. Or that day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your hair always looks so good. Mm, do you put heat on it every day? No, 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 no. Like, I literally never wash my Actually, hair. Actually, I probably heat. If I'm going
1: out in public, I do just a little bit. Like, things. I might need to, like, do you that. No, if my hair looked like yours, I
0: wouldn't put heat on it oh, either. Thank you.
1: You're sweet. Um, but yeah, I like going to the works on my hair wash days. Okay.
0: <laughs> I love it. So tell, um, what is, like, you know, a piece of advice to someone who is, like people a lot of people look up to you, like nobody a gives
1: a fuck what you're doing,
0: right, so just do it,
1: yeah, I mean, think about it, like you you care in the moment what someone else is doing, like you want to gossip about it, but 24 hours later, nobody cares. I know, really, it's so true, yeah, it's so true. you just people get in their own I do it, I get in my own way all the time, but um, I think I've really realized it, it actually doesn't matter, right, because like the things that I care about. And like, if I am like, Oh, why would someone do that? Blah, blah, blah. I forget about it. 24 hours later. I usually end I'm up dory, doing it, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and most like, time- wait, it's me. Yes. And sometimes I'm
1: like, I'll realize later, fuck, they were right. And yeah. no, I was being defensive.
0: Yeah. No, all the time. All totally. the time. <laughs> all the time. But that's yeah. what I
1: think it is. Um, I don't know. I'm just happy to be back in Toronto. I'm so
0: happy you're back. We need to have like a co- yeah. coming out party.
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: I mean, have you been going out at all?
1: Um, I got here Sunday and we hired these four ladies to help unpack us. They're awesome. Who is it? Her name's Katherine. Catherine, okay. but I don't know what the company's name is, okay. but they are great. So if anyone wants her number, just DM me. And that's another thing
0: you do is you respond to your
1: DMs, don't you? We have, we respond to the DMs. So when I say we, like I respond, I probably spend two hours a day responding to DMs. And then ones that I don't know the answer to or like don't want to answer, I'll flag and my, uh. Elizabeth or mm-hmm. Caroline will help answer. Mm-hmm. But it's normally me and they're responding. Just so, a lot. But, it, but that's what's crazy. If I can raise $1.4 million on crowdfunding since Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's insane. It be, it because I do that. Yeah. Like, imagine what you could do
0: as well. If yeah. If you want to scale the works. Yeah, I do. I'm just scared. This is the same thing I say on every Why podcast. Why are you scared? Because you have something that is scalable. Mm-hmm. And my team... I can't like be like, all right, let's send Chandler to a factory, pump out four more of her. I know It's awesome. so hard, man, because I am obsessed with the product being perfect, which I know you get. And it's like, that's where my zone of genius is. And I'm meticulous about one thing, like everything else. I'm so good at trusting other people. I don't micromanage. I'm like, go Carter, Tara, like everybody's Sean, like they're so amazing. But it's like, when I get in that room, it's like laser focus, dial in, and I want everyone to be bringing what there should be bringing.
1: Do you feel like you absolutely have to expand
0: it? So it's interesting you say that. Who was I talking to about it? Uh, Somebody the other day, and the question they asked me was, do do you think you would feel complete if you didn't? Yeah. No. Like, I want to grow. Oh, you do want to grow. Mm-hmm. But I just need to hire your CEO.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but see, he won't recreate the staff, the
0: team. That's what's hard. But people have done it a million times. Look at SoulCycle. You know, people, you can do it. It's just, I don't want it to become
1: So you So you would not down. be happy if if it just stayed?
0: Oh, no, I mean, I, I think I'd be
1: happy. Right, but you wouldn't feel like you fulfilled your mission.
0: I, I, you know, before you, I had Joey on the podcast, and he was talking about, like, they have 1,300, 1,300, I think, um, members. And he's like, if I open another one, then we're, like, spreading that love and that joy and that culture to more people. And that's kind of how I see it, too. Like, Aaron Siegel he's always said this to me. He's like, Sarah, if you want to make some money and like share the mission, do it. He's like, but you're going to be spending more time on policy Mm -hmm. and less time on the things you love or the same on the things you love and more time on policy. So it's just this juggle and it's like having three little kids. It's just hard.
1: Yeah. When are you having another baby? (laughs) I know I'm going to have another baby this year, but that, that's what, that's exactly what I was thinking too. When I was going through like my role with the company and like finding someone else to handle that part is worth its weight in gold. Yeah. So maybe you can find someone to do that.
0: Well, I think it's to your point. It's like we've been up to this point blessed with being able to use, like from my buyout at my old, at the old studio, I could open downtown. From downtown, I could open Mount Pleasant. You know, so I haven't had to like ask for money or, and there's nothing wrong with it. Like I think what you're doing is genius. It's like, I don't know how to figure that kind of stuff out.
1: Oh my God. It's... I will teach you literally any day. It is not hard. It is you not getting in your own way.
0: What's the best book you ever read about business? Um, I'm going to go read it tonight.
1: <laughs> the best was... Oh, yeah. Well, this isn't about business, but it's about mindset. It was like um, the Naval Ravikant book. Okay. But it's so good. It just gets you out of... It gets out of you out of your own way. Yeah. Out of your head. And... I like to read books, not about business, but more so. Oh, the $100 million sale is great. Okay. Killer. But again, it's, uh, to me, it's more about mindset because I know I'll never be an operations person. Yeah. So like they can read the business books.
0: Yeah. True. <laughs> true. Like that's so true what Helen just said. It's like, you know, your strengths. Lean into yeah, them. So
1: I was in a previous business before and my business partner was um, super operational and she kept trying to get me to be as good at the accounting and the bookkeeping and the operations as she was. And I just kept, like, pushing back. I'm like, listen, my strength is marketing and people. And it is a waste of my time for me to spend precious hours learning something that you're already good at. Mm -hmm. So I'm fine paying to outsource this if you don't want to do it. But, like, I will never take that up. Amen. And I had to set my boundaries, and that didn't work. And ultimately, it fell apart. But I will never sacrifice, like... (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'll never, I'll never like, my, pe- my personal piece is the most important
0: thing. Yeah. And if I know, like, when I know something, I know it. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Until next time, Helen, tell everybody where they can listen yeah. or follow you, help you gain even more money on your influencing. Yeah, yeah I'm just trying <laughs> to, you know, pay, pay for a
1: house. At um, Helen Leland on Instagram. And then. Was that hard for you to change it? So there's a company called newly named, um, sponsored, uh, <laughs> they will change everything for you. Oh, yeah, it's great. So I still have to work with them. Okay. I still haven't changed it, but I did change it online. Nice. So no one else took it. And then hustle smoothie bar is the smoothie bar in town.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so oh, much. God, we gotta have another podcast up We're going hour. to, we got a lot, we got a lot <laughs> of ground to cover. Because, did
1: Lindsay tell you that we met like three times cause I want a podcast, but it's still not the right time.
0: So I can just use yours in the meantime. Yeah. you Come on. Yeah. as Literally come on as much <laughs> as you want. People are sick of it's listening to happen. Kira. I know you're hearing this. Um, as always, rate us, review us, share this with your friends. Go follow Helen and give her some love and we'll chat soon.